no like rule that says, oh, if you have a podcast, you have to release weekly. No, like two weeks, a month. It doesn't matter. Like whatever, whatever you want, whatever you can do, whatever makes you happy. You're listening to Take It Personally, a podcast about the personal side of business and the art of standing out. Since I started my podcast, as I'm sure you can imagine, I've gotten some questions from other people about how to start a podcast. And this is an interesting question to answer because it's actually very simple. It's very simple to start a podcast. It's simple to create episodes. Uh, If you're creating content in any area of your business, you could very easily somehow turn that into a podcast or shift your business model. So creating a podcast is your main form of content. Um, There are things about it that are difficult. I have found consistency to be really challenging uh, when it comes to recording podcasts. Uh, And that's something that I'm hoping will change over the next couple of months based on just some different things that I'm doing differently. Um, But for the most part, it's really simple. One of the things that overwhelmed me was the tech side of it. And it's a lot more simple. (laughs) How many times can I say that? It's a lot more simple than I thought it was. So I wanted to do an episode about how to start a podcast, but I thought that that would be really boring if I was just sitting here telling you, here's the mic that I bought and here's the tools that I use. Here's the hosting site and why you need a hosting site. And so I wanted to have my friend JC on the podcast today. JC is a photographer in Sioux Falls. She has been a member of my mastermind program, The Confident Creative. Um, And so I've worked with her on a, a coaching basis and we've also become great friends. And she started a podcast this year that's really taken off. And it's just been so fun to watch her podcast grow as well as um, watch like her confidence with it grow. It's been a really cool experience. And so I thought it would be fun to have her on since she is um, she was in that stage of starting and launching a podcast so recently and just kind of turned this into more of a conversation. JC and I get right into it today. And so I wanted to take a minute to introduce her. As I mentioned, she is a photographer in Sioux Falls, and she also has a background in education. She was actually a teacher up until this last year, and so she is moving into the education space in her business and teaching photographers or want to be photographers how to start a photography business and just kind of exploring that education side of her business. And her podcast has been a huge um, driver of that. Her podcast is called the mistakes I made so you don't have to. And we'll talk about that during the episode. But I love JC's perspective. I love her energy. She's just really fun to talk to. You can see where she would be an excellent podcast host. Um, And we just get right into the conversation. Enjoy. Thank you for joining me. I'm really pumped to chat with you about this. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I was actually thinking like before we jumped on here, I was like, you know, like a year and a half ago, I was listening to the podcast and I was like, I'm still a huge fan, but I was like, oh my gosh, I love this podcast so much. And like, now I'm a, now I'm a guest on it. I'm like, what the heck? (laughs) And you're a podcaster. I'm a podcaster. What is this? (laughs) That's really what I, yes. Like, so that's what I want to talk about. Um, so you and I obviously have done coaching together, Yes. but I feel like after, which is, this is typical of how JC works, (laughs) which is like, (laughs) I tell you or suggest you do something and you like have it done within the hour and you're moving on to the next. Like, you, 
I don't know about that. On certain things, on certain things. (laughs) You're such a star student. I'm obsessed. Thank you. (laughs) Um, you, And I feel like, I feel like that's what happened with the podcast. Like we had a couple of conversations and then you were like, I'm doing it. Like I'm, I'm just doing the thing. Yeah, no, I just, I was really passionate about like, not even passionate. I just like wanted people to learn from like all of my mistakes that I made. And I was like, you know what? This is like the best way to do it is a podcast. So I, I did a little bit of research and like kind of like sourced out like questions to like other people who had podcasts. But yeah, I just, I just wanted to do it. So I did it. (laughs) I love it. So, okay. Backing up. What made you, you kind of talked about this already, but what made you want to start a podcast? Like, why was that even a thought in your head? Honestly, okay. So, like, I have my YouTube channel that is dead. (laughs) It's not existent because I just, I don't, I don't enjoy editing video. And so I was like, what is something that I can still get this information out besides social media? And that was in a podcast. And I'm always listening to podcasts, whether it be, true crime or business podcast. Like I'm, I'm always listening to something while I'm editing. And when I was listening to some, I'm like, you know what, this would be like a perfect avenue to share what I want to say, like share the things. Cause I really, I really just wanted to focus it on like me and my mistakes. And then people can take that with a grain of salt. They can learn from them if they want to, they can just listen for fun, whatever. But that's kind of why I was geared towards podcasting is because it's, I feel like it's a lot easier than people think it is. I feel like some people feel like you have to have like all this elaborate equipment and everything. Y'all, I will break down as soon as like we're we're like done talking. I will like break down like how easy it is because it's it's so incredibly easy. So, so easy. let's talk about that because that's yeah. why I wanted to do this episode because I keep getting questions. Not not keep, but I've gotten a handful of clients or like people, friends, whatever, who yeah. have asked like, how do I start a podcast? And I... I really do have empathy for the overwhelm that they're feeling because that's how I was. Like I put it off and put it off and put it off because I was Mm -hmm. like, I don't like tech. Like I I understand what field I'm in, but I, this morning I texted my husband and I was like, Hey, could we have a date tonight? And you can get the kindergarten app on my phone and also (laughs) figure out my iCloud. I hate technology. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Terrible. So. Like, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Tech yeah. is overwhelming. But I was making it so much more complicated mm-hmm. than it is. Like, it's For the real. opposite of complicated. It's, uh, yeah, a, a thousand percent. It's very, so, it's not complicated at all. So if someone ju- is just like, wants to start a podcast tomorrow, what do they need? What do you use? Okay, so I use like the basics, okay? Like, just very, very basic. So I am a thrifter and I like to like, go find the best deals. So Facebook marketplace is where I spend a lot of my time. And I got two mics for like under a hundred dollars, which I don't mic- know if I knew that. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Like a steal. And so basically like, I just, I just talked the guy down, like he didn't need them. So he's like, yeah, here, here you go. Whatever. So like literally just like go around, shop for the best deal, whatever you can. Like you don't have to buy this expensive equipment. So I use the blue Yeti mic. I think you have the same one. Yeah. So that's like a standard like podcaster mic that a lot of people use in the industry. Um, in the industry, who am I? <laughs> fancy. You fancy. <laughs> so I use the Blue Yeti mic. And then to edit, very, very simple, you guys. I just use iMovie. 
um, to edit the sound and you can import sound just like you would video. Um, but then that way I am able to kind of just listen through it. So say I record an episode for 15 minutes, it takes me about 30 minutes to edit. So about twice that time. So I use iMovie to do that. And then every podcast needs a home. So my home for my podcast, I use the app called Anchor. And it's super, super easy. And it broadcasts it to everywhere. Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, literally everywhere. You just click a button and it's there. So yeah, it's it's very, very simple, you guys. Very, very simple. All in the show notes, which we'll talk about show notes in a little bit too. But yes. in the show notes, I will put a link to where you can find like a Blue Yeti mic. But yeah. JC is totally right. I didn't even think about Facebook Marketplace. And mm-hmm. I feel like that would be a killer place to, or like Mercari or Poshmark For sure. maybe. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. because it is, I feel like technology, there are definitely, um, I, I think one of the things with technology or even just getting into a new industry, like mm-hmm. there's going to be people who buy mics and then decide this is not their jam. And so yeah. they need to sell those. So check Facebook marketplace for sure. But we'll put links in the show notes with um, links to the blue Yeti mic, but I think retail, mm-hmm. they're like 150 bucks. So they're yeah, not they're, bad. They're still not even They're They're not that bad. If you want to invest in like your podcast, it's not that bad. So yeah. I mean, the guy I bought it from, he was using it for like clinicals, like zoom meeting clinicals. So he was oh, just funny. like, Hey, there we go. <laughs> not yeah. e- not even a podcaster. He's just like, here you go. <laughs> yep. Do you typically use headphones? You have headphones on now. Yeah, I do. Just so I can hear myself and I can hear like the way I talk because sometimes I pronounce words weird. <laughs> it's more so for that. But yeah, uh, these headphones, they're my husband. So I just use those. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I would just use like my basic like iPhone headphones. But yep. I don't use headphones all the time. I used Mm -hmm. to. And then I was, I was doing an interview with someone else who has a podcast and she was like, I never use headphones. And I was like, oh, I don't have to use that because I hate headphones. Oh no, Uh, not at all. And she was like, oh, you don't have to do that. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So now Mm -hmm. I don't even use headphones. Like my system is so lame. No, not even. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very basic. I feel like the first, my very first podcast, and I would say this, my very first podcast I recorded in my closet. Because I heard that a lot. I heard people like recording in their closet. And I was like, hey, I'll try it. Why not? <laughs> and so I did get better sound quality. But I also found like if you're just like in a space in your house or wherever you are, that's just quiet. That works too. Like you don't have to like go out of your way to do all these elaborate things. Like where you are at, just find a quiet place and start recording. I agree with that. Um, the only place that I have thought like, oh, I probably don't want to record there is at my studio because the yeah. rafters are exposed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've thought like, oh, that probably wouldn't be that great. But yeah. other than that, like a normal house, normal room, mm-hmm. um, closets I do think are great because it's just like smaller and quiet and all of those yeah. things. But um, I'm not too like I'm just in my office right now and I never get like too worried because I as long as my kids aren't home, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And I also the thing I found because like the first couple episodes of my podcast, I did edit myself, but there's a lot that goes into audio that like I, I didn't know about. So I did take a little break because um, I had like a couple of guest episodes and like the sound quality to me, like I was like, this is not like it was still good, but I was like, I, I want it to be better. And so I took a little bit of time off to like research and like figure out like my audio settings and all of that. And so I also started outsourcing my editing too just for like people to take out that background, 
background noise, excuse me, and then it kind of like bumps up the higher sounding quality of your podcast. So there's also that option too. And it's very, the guy I found used an app called Fiverr, super, super inexpensive. I think it's like 30 bucks for like 90 minutes of podcast. So I send him like three episodes and he gets it all done and it sounds great. So it's, it's honestly like how much you want to put into it, but it's also very doable yourself. I have edited all of my episodes myself up until this point. And after, and you were one of the people that I talked to, and then there were a few more um, other podcasters who I talked to, and they were like, who does your editing? And I'm like, I do it. And they're like, why? (laughs) Right? (laughs) And so as of this month, as of this episode, my podcast is being edited by Molly Knuth Media in Iowa. And I am so excited. Shout out to Molly and her team. We Um, love you, Molly. (laughs) I am so excited to like sign off this episode with you and then like not touch it and just send it to Molly. Right? It's it's like the best feeling in the world. It's the best feeling. And like, that can also be like another hang up. I mean, like I said, in the beginning of the episode, like the reason I haven't done anything with like YouTube editing is because I just I hate that I hate editing. And so when it comes to like audio, it's kind of the same thing. So I just send it off. And then it gets done. So yep. and yeah. it, it depends. It's something that like, you don't have to outsource like it's not, not like it's hard to edit audio. It's really not I just don't want to do it. And yeah. I noticed like right now, I'm looking at my Asana dashboard. I've got like, 14 episodes that I had, like that I wanted to create that I wasn't creating because I knew I would have to edit them. Yes. And that was kind of the indicator for me to be like, just hire a freaking editor. Like what's Mm -hmm. the big deal, you know? Yeah. And I think that's like that too, like going along with like the different topics. I think it's easy, not necessarily easy, but like it's, it's a lot easier if you kind of map out like a, I call it a game plan, like map out a game plan of like what you want to talk about. I think it's important to kind of navigate like who your audience is going to be, like who your target audience and who's going to listen to your podcast, because that also helps you to know like what your audience wants to hear as well. Mm-hmm. How did you do that? Um, so I actually just started like niching down in my business. So um, as some of you might not know, I'm a photographer um, here in Sioux Falls. I'm a wedding photographer. Um, and I'm also beginning, hopefully at the beginning of next year, um, starting to do some education with beginner photographers. And so I kind of took my podcast as like an educational resource to help those people who are beginning in their business or not even in beginning, just like trying not to make the mistakes that I've made. So the name of my podcast, it's, it's a mouthful, but it's, um, the mistakes I made. So you don't have to very like, you know what you're going to get um, just by the title of my podcast. So that's kind of who my target audience is. But then I also share like personal mistakes that I've made in my life. So it's it's kind of like 50-50, like business and the JC part of everything. So it's it's my other child. <laughs> it's just everything that I've done. <laughs> When you created your podcast, then was that something that you were thinking was like, okay, I want to launch this education part of my brand. So what can kind of help me lay the groundwork for that? Like, was that your thought process? Or how did that happen? That's kind of funny, because like that kind of came into play before I knew that I wanted to do any sort of education in my business. 
it's been a very eventful summer. Um, just like navigating the least. <laughs> just trying to like figure out things. And now like, I feel like I have like a clear line of like what I want to do. And that is just such a refreshing feeling. And I feel like I got really lucky in that sense of like creating this podcast and being like, oh, wait, no, like this is something I'm actually really passionate about. And I want to teach others about and go deeper in that. So I guess that's where the education part comes in. But yeah, it's it's kind of interesting to see like how everything has like kind of laid out, you know, it's like with the podcast and where I'm at in my business and how that's helping everybody that I'm trying to connect with. Is one of your like, do you have long term goals when it comes to the podcast? Like, do you eventually want to monetize it? Do you eventually want to like phase it out or only do certain like only do it, you know, six months out of the year and do like seasons of it or, or maybe some of the stuff you're already doing? Like, talk to me a little bit mm-hmm. about, about that. So I guess the future of the podcast, I would definitely want to get monetized. Um, I want that to be because I, I've always had like a goal to have like that passive income. And I can see where podcasts do create that revenue, but it does take time. So I've seen it's, it's funny, because like, I saw this TikTok of like, a creator showing like their income that they from TikTok. And it was like, last year in July, they made obviously nothing, they had like this many followers or whatever. And then this, this year, same exact time, they made X amount of money just by posting daily or three times a day and being consistent. And I'm like, you know what, like, (laughs) what if I would have started my YouTube channel a year ago? What if I would have started my podcast a year ago? You know, like, look at where it would have been. So I think a lot of it too, is just like consistency with that and getting monetized. So that's what I'm trying to do. I would love to get it monetized. I want to get like, other guests on my podcast who aren't as local all my all my guests so far have been local but I think it'd be cool to like branch out and see basically how I like get the topics for my podcast is the mistakes that I've made obviously but then finding guests who can kind of help alleviate those mistakes and like kind of explain it be like okay but here's how you can avoid that mistake or here's what I did or you know just like giving like their perspective as well so that would be the long-term goal is getting monetized. Um, and who knows, maybe it'll be on top 30 business podcasts. See? Heck yeah. <laughs> I love it. Maybe one day. <laughs> I think, you know, monetization is an interesting topic in podcasting because I think for many of us, it's like the long-term goal. Um, and there's, there's money to be made. It's not that there's not, I understand that there is. Um, but you're right. It is more of a long game in, from what I've seen. Um, and I think it's also nice to not worry about the monetization in the beginning, like to treat it more like a a marketing tool essentially, or a way to position yourself in the market, stand out, become that expert, um, and not worry so much about the monetization because then when you do start monetizing, certainly, you know, there are always those people who are like, oh, you're such a sellout, whatever. Like, okay, we don't care about those people. But <laughs> for the most part, I feel like that it then it makes sense for your audience too to be like, oh, well, it makes sense that she's now making money from this. She served us for free for so long, you right? know? Um, yeah. So I think like bringing your people kind of along on that journey, like I know when I listen to podcasts and they start to monetize, I'm so proud of them. I'm like, oh, right? like that's yes. so great. Yes. Um, Especially when it's a sponsor 
that makes sense for the brand. Because I have monetized before and it was a sponsor that didn't make sense for the brand. And that was so obvious. Like it didn't last very long because I was like, this is, this just doesn't feel right. And so I stopped and kind of pulled back on all of that. And now I'm not monetizing and probably won't be for a while, but I feel really good about that. I'm like, you know what? Like when it's a good fit, it'll be awesome. But until then I'm going to be really picky and that's okay. For sure. For sure. And I think like you said, like making sure that it aligns with your brand. I think that's vital because it it kind of doesn't make sense. Like if you have, like on my perspective, I'm, I'm trying to attract like those beginner photographers or just photographers in general who can learn from the things that I've made or the mistakes that I've made. And it probably makes no sense for me to do like a shoe brand or whatever. Like it, it, it doesn't really yeah. align. Like, and so I think, I think that's important when talking about monetization is making sure that it's aligned. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I want to backtrack a little bit. I know we're kind of jumping all over the place, but I, I actually am curious about this and want to hear more about it because I, I know a little bit about Anchor, your hosting site, but like not a ton, to be honest. Um, the hosting site that I use is actually Libsyn. So backing even further up, when you have a podcast, you have to, like you said, it needs a home. You need to host it somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then wherever you host it, and depending on where you host it, that platform essentially like talks to the other platforms like the yeah. Apple Music, the Spotify, Pocket Cast, whatever, mm-hmm. and gets your podcast out so people can listen to it. But it needs exactly. that home. It needs yep. that hosting site. Um, so I use something called Libsyn. I've been really happy with it, but it does take a couple more steps to set it up and to make sure that it's like syndicated with all of the, you know, appropriate things, Apple Music, all of that. Mm-hmm. Anchor, I think, I because I, I know a few people who use it and they're like, oh my gosh, it's so easy. It's like push of a button. So talk a little bit about Anchor and how that might be beneficial for people who just want like really stripped down tech. Yeah. So, okay. Y'all, it, it's super easy. So. I actually, this year I launched my website, my podcast, everything on my birthday. Okay. So I had all these, I had, I think I had like two or three podcast episodes set, ready, edited to go. My launch day, I was still editing and I was like, Hey, I just want this to be perfect. So I went to go and I didn't realize that it took time. Okay. I didn't realize that it's going to take time to set up a website, not a website. It, It takes time to like set up the hosting account and everything. So I go to make my account on Anchor and it's like, oh, we have to verify everything. And I'm like, shoot, well, today's my launch. Like, what's going on? So I set up my account and everything. I uploaded my couple of podcasts and literally within, I think like a half hour, I was like validated, I guess. They, they verified everything wow. and I was good to go. Yeah. It's so easy. And I don't know if it's like typically like that or like if I just got really lucky by the podcast gods, but I think <laughs> it, it was awesome. I think it takes longer because I yeah. remember with Libsyn, they, I, I, for some reason, I think I had read something that said prepare for a week. It probably won't take mm-hmm. that long, but yeah. prepare for a week. And yes. so, which is difficult if you have a launch day because you also want to mm-hmm. be able to capitalize on the excitement of when it launches and like when it's released people listening to it because that helps you chart like get on the charts for sure Uh, which is hard to do but like we can try right yeah Um, exactly (laughs) so that was really challenging and so I ended up releasing a trailer to like sync everything and get it I don't know working um and Mm -hmm. then once the trailer was out was when I went back and did like the legit launch where I launched like four episodes at one time 
but that was challenging to figure out how to time that. Like I didn't, yeah. <laughs> I didn't really yeah. know when it was going to well, go. And I think, I think if you're starting like to think like, oh, I want to start a podcast, I think that's a great way to go about it is releasing your trailer first. Cause Agreed. people know that like something's coming, at least it's still on the platform, but then I don't know if Lipson is like this, but like with Anchor, you can upload your edited episodes and everything, and then you can schedule them when you want them released. So they'll release yes. at that time on that date. So that's that's a good way. Like if you do have launch, go ahead, upload your trailer, your account's verified, ready to go. And then you can go about posting or publishing your podcast whenever you want. So Anchor, I have really enjoyed Anchor just because it is so user friendly <laughs> and I'm like you like I I don't do well with tech <laughs> like I try but like if we it's try yeah we try we try we try we're just trying to figure it out guys <laughs> but anchor anchor is a great hosting website and they actually like within I think my three episodes they gave me like an option to do like a sponsored segment for anchor in their podcast so I did that on my last episode. I think I need to go back and like fix it and like have it within my podcast actual episode. But yeah, they give you that option to like monetize off of them and kind of share their platform with your listeners. So yep. I was going to ask you about that because I noticed on, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, your most recent episode that you had like an ad at the beginning for Anchor. And I was like, yeah. I wonder if that's like, if that's an option within the platform that you can advertise mm-hmm. for Anchor and make money. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's great. I mean, I have, I have absolutely loved using them. Um, whoever like asked me about podcasts, I always recommend anchor just cause it, it's so easy. You guys, it's so easy. <laughs> and also I was going to tell you, so I have had times where in the show notes, if you don't know, show notes are kind of like your caption for your podcast. It kind of goes over everything that you talked about in your podcast, like a brief overview. Um, so in my show notes, sometimes I'll go back and I'll read through them and I'm like, that sentence doesn't make sense or I made a mistake. So I can go in on Anchor, edit it, and it'll edit it on Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, it'll edit those show notes for you. So your show notes are like generated from your audio? Correct. From Anchor. Interesting. Yep. Okay. So just to give you um, an idea of what this looks like on different hosting platforms. So Anchor sounds like it's a lot more all-in-one holistic. Like that's very cool. with Libsyn, which is where I host, we, so I also, I'll edit in, you mentioned iMovie, I do GarageBand, same yeah. concept. Yeah. I'll upload to Anchor, or sorry, no, I won't. I'll upload. <laughs> <laughs> I'll upload to Libsyn. And then if I were to like need to go back and edit an episode, it like, sometimes, you know, you need to like delete an episode and re-upload it, upload mm-hmm. it. Um, or edit that episode and you have to do that. You can't do that within Libsyn. Like you have to do it within GarageBand or whatever. Yeah. So that would be like an additional step potentially. Um, we do show notes a little bit differently. And I don't think that there's a right or a wrong way from what I've researched. Um, mm-hmm. We used to do them verbatim. Like whatever my script was for the podcast was what went into the show notes. Um, oh, okay. We don't do that anymore. Um, so Kenzie, my assistant, does my show notes and she will listen to the episode and she'll typically pretty much verbatim do like the first paragraph or so. And mm-hmm. then it's like bullet points and where you can find those time stamped oh. in audio. Yeah. I really like that. I really like that setup. I like it because I realized that like I still wanted people to listen to the episode. Like yeah, I didn't yeah. want them. 
I didn't want them to be able to read the show notes and have the same experience. But at the same time, I wanted them to have like a guide for the episode. Mm -hmm. So that's what we do now. And I don't think there's a right or a wrong way. It's just what we do. Well, and I find the um, show notes, it's actually, I don't know, because I feel like with your show notes too, you have the option of like even making that into a blog post of some sorts and linking it back to your podcast. So, So you're getting more eyes on it from different avenues, I guess. So like, say they say they go to your blog, or your website, they see your blog, they see, oh, the whatever the your podcast title was, and they're like, Oh, wait, we can listen to it. Like she has more information to give. And so I feel like that's also a good way to like get more people over to your podcast as well. So and I think that goes into the point of content creation in general, when it comes Mm -hmm. to podcasting, like, you don't necessarily need to create more content if you have a podcast. Um, If you have a podcast or a YouTube channel or a blog, like whatever your kind of main form of content creation is, you can turn that. We've talked about this a million times in coaching. We can turn that one piece of content into a million other bite-sized pieces of content. So like you can turn a podcast episode into five Instagram posts or two Mm -hmm. blog posts or depending on how you do the show notes you know, reels, whatever it might be. So I think, and I know for myself, I used to look at podcasting as like, that's another type of content that I have to create. Like my list is already so long, but really it's just being more strategic about the content you're creating and like creating a lot less content, just more content from one piece of content. (laughs) How many times can I say content? (laughs) We love content. We love it. No, I think I think that's a great point because I just like even when I started like kind of figuring out my podcast, I wanted I wanted something that wasn't going to feel like that extra thing because I always I already was doing a bunch of things. I was trying to push my reels and my IG content and go live and do everything on Instagram, but then also have this other platform and then blogging as well. And so to just kind of have everything circling around like my one subject is really really nice Mm -hmm. I totally agree we talked a little bit when you talked about launching you had said you launched with a couple of episodes yes and I did the same thing so I want to touch on that real quick um Mm -hmm. one of the things that I read when I was preparing to launch a podcast was just that it's nice to launch with I think I read four episodes but I any you know a, a few episodes, however many yeah. that is for you, um, can be a great way to get people to subscribe because ideally they kind of binge those first four episodes. And then if they like it, they subscribe. Um, yeah. And I'm so glad that I did it that way because those are still some of my most, li- and it makes sense because they're also my first episodes, but still, those are still mm-hmm. some of my most listened to episodes um, and yes. the ones that like get referenced from other people. Um, so I'm really happy that I launched that way. And that's one of the tips that I give people who want to start a podcast is like launch Mm -hmm. with a couple of episodes. Would you agree with that? A thousand percent. I think that's kind of where I got that like blueprint from is your podcast. Cause I was just like, I, I didn't know like how much was like acceptable to do in the beginning, but like I, I found as well, like looking over my analytics, my first three podcasts are the most listened podcasts that I've had so far. 
And so it's just, it's interesting to see that. So if, if you are like wanting to start a podcast, I would definitely recommend doing it that way. Just because like humans in nature, like we want to binge things. Like <laughs> there's a reason yeah. like Netflix asks us like two hours after we're like already knee deep in a TV show. Like, are you still watching? Yes. Like, of course we are. Like we want that continuous flow of, of entertainment. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely having those couple episodes, I feel like would be beneficial to starting a podcast. I agree. How yeah. often do you release episodes now? Like what's your schedule like? yes okay this is what I would like to do I would like to release weekly um I'm also like knee deep in busy season so I've also found that like when I record podcasts I have to record multiple episodes um just because that I can send it off to my editor I get them back and I can schedule them in anchor and they're just good to go um I I would I would absolutely love and I know I just talked about consistency <laughs> but it's also busy season so <laughs> just trying to figure it all out but yeah I, I would love to release weekly that hopefully will pick up in the next month or so but yeah um and definitely outsourcing helps with that too but again it, it doesn't have to be weekly there's no like rule that says oh if you have a podcast you have to release weekly no like two weeks a month it doesn't matter like whatever whatever you want whatever you can do whatever makes you happy yep I think the thing because I held myself to the weekly for Mm -hmm. a while and it was kind of making me insane just because and I looking back like I wasn't at a place in my business or in my life to be able to do that um I knew that I needed to like batch episodes and that kind of thing but it wasn't happening and sometimes it couldn't happen Um, Mm -hmm. and so I eventually just kind of released myself from that. And then the pandemic happened. So my kids were home with me. Um, so then it was like, I had to release myself from that. Like (laughs) these episodes were not Not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that, I think it's important to understand your goal, but then also what's realistic. Like same, Mm -hmm. my goal is to do weekly episodes. Um, I think that kind of consistency with a podcast builds viewership. It builds your subscription, like your subscribers. Um, Mm -hmm. it builds, it's great for your authority. Like, yes, that is the goal. Mm -hmm. The goal is not always realistic and that's also okay. Um, I still like, I took months off of the podcast between the pandemic and having a baby. Like there were, I think, it was months. I don't even know how long, a very long time between episodes. And I still had people referencing episodes. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So that's, I guess the cool thing about podcast content too, is that it, if done correctly, it's usually pretty evergreen. So like very, very evergreen. Yes. Yeah. So it's there for when people want it and can access it. And that's, that's great. So I think weekly is a fantastic goal, but if it doesn't, if it's not weekly, that's okay too. Well, and at the same time, like you don't want to go and start a podcast and then have that like over feeling of, oh, this is what I have to do. This is what I have to do. It's not. And then you also want to do something you love. Like if, if it's like, like pulling teeth to try to like record an episode or just something you're not passionate about, maybe it's time to like take a step back and be like, okay, like what is the goal? Like you said, like, what is the goal of this podcast? Who am I trying to reach? What do I want to talk about? I think that that's so true with so many things in business. Like 
just because podcasting is the shiny thing or Instagram reels or the shiny thing or whatever, like that doesn't mean that you have to do it. Like there's a million ways to create content that people will want to consume somehow. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you're not aligned with that, your people are going to be able to tell. So if that's a podcast, fantastic. If it's a YouTube channel, great. If it's Instagram, if it's a blog, like the the medium doesn't really matter so much. It's so much more what the message is mm-hmm. and what you're aligned with. Because if you hate doing it, you're either not going to do it or we're going to be able to tell you hate it. So yes. if podcasting is not your jam, that's fine. <laughs> a thousand percent, of course. Yeah, I think, I don't know. A podcasting is just such a fun fun medium like a a fun platform to have and I've just I've just found like just listening to podcasts like being the listener I soak it up I soak it up I'm able to listen to it everywhere so I also find the convenience of it appealing too totally I used to blog really frequently and I still try to um but I the reason one of the reasons I switched to podcast format is because I realized that I was consuming a ton of podcasts Mm -hmm. and it was because I could listen while washing the dishes or preparing dinner, riding in the car. And the more I thought about it, the more I was like, the people who I am creating content for are very similar to me in that way. Like they've got a thousand plates spinning at any one time. They've got kids, they've got businesses, they maybe have full-time or part-time jobs. Like Mm -hmm. They need content that's easy to consume while they're multitasking. Like that's just how it is. Yeah. Um, so if I'm creating blog posts or YouTube videos for that audience, it, they're not gonna, they're not going to consume it in the same way as they would a podcast because yeah. it's a different experience. So I think thinking about your audience and who you're talking to, that makes a big difference too. Um, to decide if like podcasting is the right format for you. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I, I just. I can't stress enough. Just make sure like, you know, who you're talking to, like finding, finding your audience that takes some soul searching. (laughs) Totally. So last question, and then we're going to do like a little bit of a, we'll call it a speed round, I guess. Um, (laughs) How do you come up with your ideas for episodes? Um, so I like to, well, first of all, like my handy dandy, you guys won't be able to see this, but we're on a Zoom call. So Maddie can, but like my handy dandy notebook, um, it has just like pages and pages of things I want to talk about. Like, I remember when I started my podcast, I went through and I just listed all of the mistakes I've made in my business and things that I was like reflecting on and being like, oh, I wish I would have known this or I wish I would have known that. And so I have a list of those and kind of, I guess, like my workflow or my process of creating a podcast episode is figuring out if it would be better, if that topic would be better with a guest or like somebody who can like fix that mistake um, or I guess provide some insight on that mistake or if it would be better to just do it myself. And so depending on what it is, I write an outline, I form it around like for questions or topics within that mistake or experiences. And I just talk, I just talk and I ask my guests questions and it's, it's a good old time. I love it. (laughs) And then I also, I also try to like sprinkle in some like personal ones in there too. Cause I found that those, 
really are really popular. <laughs> like people want to know about like people are nosy. Like they just want to know everything. <laughs> so like those totally. podcasts, yeah, those podcast episodes really perform well. So uh, just determining like what personal things I want to share, what things in my business I want to share, and then kind of just filter them in and combine them. I actually just got done planning the rest of the year. So hopefully I can <laughs> get on top of it and start outlining everything. But yeah, it's an exciting experience and I've loved it. And it's definitely a journey. Like you're, you're going to make mistakes in the podcast world. You're going to make mistakes in figuring out equipment and sound and all the settings and everything, but just keep with it. Just be consistent. I think also understanding that there's going to be noticeable growth that happens and that's okay. Like, yes, just yes. because you're launching and it's not perfect or you're starting and it's not perfect. Like mm -hmm. that striving for perfection holds us up when it comes to so many different things in life, in yeah. business, whatever. And I, I, I'm the same way. I wish I could shake my past self and I wish I could shake like my friends and family and clients who are in the same boat. Yeah. And yet I have all the empathy in the world for it because I'm, I've been there and I'm there. Mm -hmm. Um, but we want that perfection so bad. And we think it's like life is over. If you look back on episodes you did six months ago and the sound was terrible or whatever, yeah. it's like, oh, but just start, <laughs> like it cannot get better if it doesn't exist. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, it was funny. My, my friend who texted me and he's like, Hey, I just listened to the podcast. Like I just got through all the episodes. I was like, Oh, how about them first ones? Like those were rough, right? And he's like, JC, you're learning from your mistakes. They sound so good now. Like you're doing great. And so like, that's just like, we are our hardest critic on ourselves. Like we are the hardest on ourselves. And so just, just roll with it. Roll with the punches. It's, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. A hundred percent. Okay. I don't know if you can call this lightning round, but I just want to know top of your head, what are some of your favorite podcasts? Oh, y'all. <laughs> I I love true crime. Like, that's like bad to say. Maybe it's not. Like, I just, I love like learning like true crime. So most likely true crime podcasts. Um, I also love history as well. Um, so I'm trying to think of like specific names. I have like so many in my queue and I'm always getting like notifications like, oh, this podcast came out with another episode, this one, this one. And so like, it's just like a matter of like catching up. But you told me you told me about the podcast. I'm gonna look it up. Um, and it's really good. Gosh. Oh, um You're wrong about. You're wrong about. I love that podcast. It's I love so that good. Podcast. It's so good. And like you learn different things that like have either happened in history or like that are happening now. And I love okay, so background. I'm an education, I come from an education background not doing anything with it, but I still love learning. And so like that just like speaks to like my, my teacher heart and like my education heart is just like learning things. So yes, you're wrong about is a great podcast. Um, I'm trying to think what else. What's been your favorite true crime podcast? Oh, that is really hard to say. Oh, hold on. Sorry. There's like a bunch of series. So like Son of a Hitman is a good one. Um, I like ones that are like tailored around like one specific story. So that one's a good one. Um, Broken Hearts is a good one. That one's sad. I feel like these are all sad. <laughs> um, the Orange Tree was really good. Those are just like all about like one specific story, one specific person. So kind of gives like a deep dive into those. 
but um the jasmine star show i also listened to that one that one's like a businessy one and i learned a lot from that one i think that was like one that was like kind of in the back of my mind to like start a podcast and then just like talking with you and like having conversations with you i was like no i I just need to do it (laughs) so that kind of like got the ball rolling but yeah i I love podcasts. I, I do too. <laughs> what are some I of your love, favorite? Oh my gosh. So many. Um, so one of the things that I did notice probably about a year ago was that I was consuming so many business and marketing podcasts that it was making mm-hmm. it very difficult for me to create in my own business. I see. Um, That's interesting. Yes. And so I have had to scale way back on that type of content because I would listen to an episode and be working on a similar episode and then be like, wait, can I do this? Like, am I, am I copying kind of inadvertently or not? And you know, like, uh, yeah. Like, where am I getting the thoughts in my head? Are they actually my thoughts or are they coming from somewhere, somewhere else? And to an extent that's, that's kind of the reality of what I do. There's a lot, um, you know, I'm getting stuff from other people and some of that is wonderful and some of that is not super healthy. So Mm -hmm. I had to scale way back on those. But I am in a good place to take in business information. I love, love, love. I think it's the first podcast I ever subscribed to. Um, Online Marketing Made Easy from Amy Porterfield. She's okay. fantastic. So good. Um, and that's real. I've listened to the Gold Digger podcast before. I don't anymore, um, mostly because um, I our episodes, I mean, she gets like a bazillion uh, listeners. So mm-hmm. our podcasts are not similar in that way. However our um topics usually are I see have been yeah. similar. So I stopped listening to that one, but it's fantastic if you're looking for business podcasts. Um so those are really the only two that I do from like business and marketing. But I love let's see. I love you're wrong about um per our last email, you would love that one if Ooh. you don't listen to it. Okay. It is a freelancing podcast and it is hilarious like just subscribed it's love that so funny they talk about like freelancing worst nightmares and like terrible clients and it is absolutely <laughs> hilarious um, that one's great I love this American life NPR class oh my gosh yes yes how could I forget how could I forget it just, and it gives you such go ahead Oh, CBC Radio in uh, Canada, I think it is. Yeah, oh, it's, okay. like the, it's like the same thing. Yeah. So it good. gives you such interesting insight into other people's lives. Like, yes. it's so good. So I love that one. Um, Under the Influence, that was like a mini series about influencers and like how they make money and what that industry looks like. And it was fascinating. If you haven't listened to that one, do it. Okay. I'm adding, I'm adding all these as you speak. So keep going. I so many. <laughs> and then, um, I have to mention drama Queens cause it's all about one tree hill and I can't <laughs> stop listening. I would expect nothing less. <laughs> I'm like, I love it. Um, what else? And then I would say the other one that I listen to like super regularly is be there in five. That's an awesome. And that one is like a pop culture podcast and it's long form. So the episodes are like one to two hours long. Um, so I listen for like a long period of time. And those are fantastic. She does deep dives on like uh, things that I am so interested. Like she did a deep dive on like Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. 
<laughs> really? Yes. And like Mormon, um, Mormon mommy bloggers, like how there's all these mommy bloggers in Utah who are also Mormon and they like yes. make a million dollar. Yes. She like did a yes. whole deep dive on it. Um, the last episode, she talked about the Lula Rich documentary. I just saw that one. I was like, oh, I got to listen to this one. <laughs> it's so good. Her, and she's hilarious. Like the, she just talks, like she doesn't script it or anything. She just talks and she is so funny. I so anyway, there's all of my, like, that's not, that's a fraction of the podcast that I listen to, <laughs> but those are my favorite. I love it. I love it. No, I, this, this gives me something to catch up on. <laughs> it's always good. Like, I mean, you travel a lot, so it's yes. like the best for traveling, yes. car rides. I love it. I listen to a lot of podcasts when I'm editing too, because I'm able to yes. just like listen and be in my zone and get my work done. So totally really nice, but podcasts are great (laughs) they are and I'm so thankful for the conversation today this was really fun I I wanted to do a podcast or yeah I wanted to do an episode about starting a podcast because I've had the question but I'm like oh it's gonna be really boring if I'm just like buy a mic (laughs) (laughs) do this (laughs) so you made it so much more fun thank you for being here thank you thanks for having me this was fun Thank you so much for listening to Take It Personally. If you're a regular listener, you might already know that some of the best conversations actually happen after the show. Head over to Facebook and search Take It Personally Podcast to join our private Facebook group and join the conversation. We'll also put the link in the show notes. And if you haven't already, would you head over to iTunes and leave us a review? This is the best way to let other people know about the show and help us to keep creating content you love. You can also head to takeitpersonallypodcast.com for all the show notes from today's episode and past episodes. Thanks so much for listening. See you next week.